0: Hey, expats and travelers, welcome to this week's episode sponsored by WorldPost.io, the virtual mailbox service powered by Anytime Mailbox. We'll get to the features and benefits a little later.
1: If you're interested in becoming an expat, whether you're moving to Portugal or another overseas location, I highly recommend you get your finances in order before you move.
0: Yes, it's actually really important that you do it before you go.
1: I know when we first got started, we did not do it that way. But if we knew John McNurtney at Green Ocean Global we would have gone to him as he's someone that is Lisbon-based and he is experienced with expat financial challenges. So he's a go-to person that we recommend.
0: Right. He can help you with long-term investments, financial systems, and international taxes.
1: And he's actually helped us and producer Dan has used him to explore what it would be like to move abroad and see if it would fit his family's current financial situation.
0: I think what's great about him is that he gives you personalized plans. He will look into your unique situation and he'll help you out.
1: And this is honestly what's super necessary because we get tax questions and finance questions on the YouTube channel and literally no background from the person that's asking us the question. So now we've started to point people to John.
0: Right, because everyone is different and everyone has their own unique situation. So you need an expert to help you out.
1: All right, so visit greenoceanglobal.net for contact information and further assistance. Check out the show notes below.
2: Hello, and welcome, my emerging expat. You're tuned in to Let's Move to Portugal.
1: I'm producer Dan, and I have the distinct honor of bringing you YouTube travelers and our resident Portugal experts, expats everywhere's Kaylee and Josh. Each week, they'll inspire, they'll educate, and they'll accompany you on your journey to Portuguese residency. In this very special bonus episode, we're back for part two with Melanie, and she continues her personal journey through cancer treatment in the Portuguese healthcare system. This is one you don't want to miss. Stick around.
0: Welcome back, listener.
1: Now, if you haven't listened to part one, please stop now. Go back and listen to part one with Melanie. It will be listed as episode nine of Let's Move to Portugal. Once you do that, come on back here and pick this right back up. It will make so much more sense if you do. Okay, we'll be back with Melanie right after this. Worldpost.io is powered by Anytime Mailbox, which means you can get your mail anytime, anywhere, even on your smartphone.
0: And they really have competitive pricing with their lowest package starting at $5 per month.
1: Here's a cool feature they have. WorldPost can relay things from the US to Europe. So that includes documents.
0: (laughs) Amazon purchases. Amazon purchases.
1: (laughs) And you can get it to Portugal.
0: And they have a variety of packages. Some include secure shredding, free junk mail filters, and things like that.
1: I bet you love that junk mail filter.
0: Oh, lots of junk mail. I sign up for a lot of newsletters. (laughs)
1: She's not joking. So if you're interested in worldpost.io, you can visit the website or check the link in the show notes below.
0: Okay, let's talk about Lusitano Dreams because what they're offering is really great.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. And Dallas actually has grown Lusitano Dreams since we first met him. So he's really getting his process dialed in. The thing that I like about it is it removes the barrier and and choke point of the proof of accommodation because that's been one of the biggest things that the D7 and the D8 for the the long-term people have had problems with, right?
0: Yeah, it's definitely something that is really hard to lock yourself into sight unseen. But here you can have a legitimate contract. You can rest assured that it's going to be a soft landing because you're coming into a furnished place in a good location, in a livable location, until you can kind of get your bearings and figure out where you really want to live.
1: And the cool thing about it is that they can start your lease when you arrive. So you're not like burning a few months of of cash, essentially paying for an apartment or paying for a lease that you're not using.
0: Yeah, that's one that's really hard to negotiate, trying to get a lease that starts when you want to arrive and not when you are actually applying. So the fact that they offer that as a service to where you're not, like you said, burning those months saves you a lot of money.
1: Yep, Lusitano Dreams offers visa-friendly proof of accommodation. So that could be for the D7 visa or the D8 visa. And their properties include detached houses, apartments, room rentals as well in different locations like Lisbon, Cascais, Lule, and they're expanding too. So uh, soon to be Porto and quite possibly Silver Coast.
0: Yeah, which is really exciting.
1: So check out Lusitano Dreams for more information. We have a link in the show notes below. you're being you're being super helpful with this information so we really appreciate you opening up and letting the listener know what to expect so thank Absolutely you
0: Absolutely
2: yes so when you get to Portugal There's a certain financial um, element to obtaining your d 7 and getting here. So there's some finances included in that. When you get here, there's also setup fees. There's utilities, getting a cell phone account. There's, you know, um, there's setup that has to be established that also has a financial leg to it. Getting groceries, making sure you have, you know, a well-stocked fridge. Along with that, as you set up these insurances and you have to pay things for cash sometimes, the pharmacies, literally, you could get anything that you need by by prescription for like five euro to eight euro here, whether it's an inhaler, blood pressure medication, anything like that, which is not always the case in the States. It just really depends on the type of insurance that you have in the States. Um, right. But here, you don't really need insurance for that here at the pharmacy. You just need a prescription from a doctor. And that could be a local clinic. That could be any any type of doctor here. And they do have hospitals, private, public, and clinics, and they have nursing facilities as well where you can go in and get your flu shot from a nurse, and they can also prescribe things as well, which is really nice. There's a lot of of one-stop shops everywhere you go. In the state, for chemo only, this is not a custom-created chemo cocktail either, just standard one-size-fits-all. In the states, it could be anywhere from my mom was telling me 60 to 75,000 dollars, just for chemo. has nothing to do with investigative diagnosis, has nothing to do with radiation, Whoa. just chemo. Here, they quoted me around 12,000 euro for all of my chemo, and then it went down to 10,000 euro. They said, we were incorrect, it's actually 10,000 euro for you to have all of your chemo done all of the investigative lab works MRIs and CT scans and biopsies and all of that cost me around 5500 euro so right okay. now we're looking at uh, upwards of about 16000 euro from beginning all the way to the end of my chemo and my chemo it ends at the end of July all of that is what that's going to cost me out of pocket now in order for you to obtain a D7 here you have to have A private healthcare policy for travel. You have to. They, because all of this fell within that, they're actually gonna reimburse me for everything up until the end of my policy. So, everything that I've paid thus far, which I think is maybe about 8,000 euro right now, is gonna get reimbursed with that. So, insurance, insurance, insurance needs to be your middle name if you're gonna make this move. Make sure you are properly insured and covered. You don't know what could happen at any time. Don't be scared be prepared.
1: That's a great motto there. Yeah. Put that as a, a quote for AXA. this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So what insurance did you use? Who who did you go through? AXA. Okay. AXA is one of the, the big boys. It is. Okay. And
2: I got the best of the best. I did not go chintzy on that insurance. I think I paid $271 for each, my husband and I each, um, because I wanted to make sure we were going to be completely covered for everything was it
1: a year policy that you did
2: oh i think it was
1: or six months it's a
2: six month policy and normally okay. because we did all this in july i don't think no. we needed a year i think right, right now the d7 is is requiring a year um which is fine happier because you have yep. that insurance as a backup just in case the yep. other private health insurance has too much of a waiting period whenever you're covered so that's really really good
1: nice so, so really, you you had to pay quite a bit out of pocket, but then in the end, most everything will be reimbursed. Did I catch that right?
2: Because um, the policy has since expired; it's ended. So they're going to pay okay. for everything up until that policy period. We still, okay. I think, have to pay a few thousand dollars out of pocket, but more than half of that's going to get reimbursed from the mm-hmm. travel. Insurance and then a little bit will be out of pocket. But when you think about it, whether it's five to eight thousand euro for this treatment for chemo, it is not sixty to seventy five thousand. Right,
1: right, right, totally. Totally. So it's a
2: tiny, tiny, tiny amount. Even if it was the whole fifteen thousand, sure, it's still a tiny percentage. So it's very affordable. Yep, they will help you with the money issue after. But that's all we're going to have to pay because after that, all the rest of my treatment is going to be done through the public sector.
1: Yeah, I want to ask about that too. So. If this had happened after you had your CEPH appointment, your residency confirmation, then all of it would have been taken care of, right?
2: It would have 100% been taken care of either by my private health care policy because the waiting period would have been over and they would have covered it because it was during the waiting period. They're not going to cover any of that. But again, that's not insurance's fault. It's a timing thing. Um, but yeah, so I could have either gone through the private hospitals or public and it would have all been taken care of either by insurance that we prepaid for, because you have to prepay for it in advance every January, I believe for the full year, um, or public, but it's, it really depends on if I wanted to deal with a waiting period or not.
1: Fascinating. Okay. But I'm curious to know, was there anyone in particular or any group that helped you kind of navigate this whole thing, whether it be know, which system to go through or any language issues like language barriers that they might have been?
2: No, I did that on my own. Um, When my friend told me that she goes through Koof Institute um, and she told me the name of a doctor. Now, I got it from my friend, a name of doctor from my friend, but you can also go through Serenity who will actually assign you a general practitioner as well. So that's That's why I mentioned AFPOP and Serenity because those are the concierge services that really, really are there for expats to help navigate all this bureaucracy and any type yep. of leg of it. So definitely look them up on, on their websites and see what they're about. I called Kuf Institute myself. They have an English, you know, for English Press 5. yeah. And so someone came on and I said, hello, I need to meet with this doctor. This is the reason why I need to meet with them. What do I have to do? And they said, wow, not a problem. You need to get seen immediately this is the earliest we can get you seen, but it is expedited. Is that okay with you? They literally asked if it was okay with me. <laughs> and normally I, you know, we just kind of relinquish control on things like that, like, oh, yeah, is it, like it okay you take with you? What
1: you can get exactly.
2: Yeah. And they're like, we can see if I was just like, no, that's fine. Let's just go ahead and do it. And that was it. They said, okay, we're gonna email you all of the information for your appointment, which they did pretty much in less than five minutes. Um, I had all of the information, I had what floor to go on, you know, the address to the hospital, the name of the doctor, the time. And when you get there, then there's always someone there to um, help you with like a number because everything here is like a DMV number. So you have to like, you know, put in a number
1: and waiting. Yeah,
2: Exactly. Um, And then they call your number and and that's that. But there was a lot of guidance. I mean, I'm sure Kevin and I kind of were um, left to our own devices a couple of times, but all of the front desk reception, they all spoke like conversational English, which was very helpful. Right. They knew how to answer my questions and they they got the gist of what I was trying to ask. And Google Translate definitely helps just in case. But yeah, I would say the navigation aspect of it was really cut and dry. It was a matter of just giving them a call, pressing five for English. And that I think that's pretty much every major hospital is gonna have right. that option. Um it was not difficult. It was not difficult to navigate. Even when when I between my general practitioner and then my oncologist and my medical staff that I have a team now, which is crazy to think about. I have a medical team here. they all kind of did everything on my behalf. They set up all of the appointments for me, they made sure that everything was in order. They all had meetings on my behalf just to discuss my case, and then they emailed me about the results of those meetings, and this is what we're going to do for you. You have a they gave me some options and a choice, and I said, no, no, I don't want options and choices. I want you. <laughs> to tell me what I need to do they said not a problem but they actually involved me in my care and I was shocked by that that I was so involved that sometimes I had to be like no this is something that I kind of need the professionals to take on and they were perfectly okay with that they just needed to make sure that I was that I felt like I still had control over my life and the kindness the humanity element of the navigation in the care of everything from beginning to end, just kind of blew my mind a little bit. Very impressed. It's all heart. It's, um, yeah, very impressed.
1: That is amazing. Okay, so let's step back a little bit from the medical team, and let's talk about your, your team, which is your community. So I'm assuming that you guys have started to build a community here in the city. What's that been like?
2: Well, I can thank you and Kaylee for that, actually. <laughs> you have a creative we, we've
1: we've done that much i mean you guys have jumped right into the community here
2: you have though you um so other than facebook groups where they they create meetups and you know you can make friends like hey i'll be here in porto let's meet up so there's a lot of individuals that want to meet other people who have done the exact same thing that they there's a lot of ca- common ground there like the biggest thing we have right. in common is the fact that we have all made this transition a lot of us are doing it sight unseen actually uh, or I've only been in Portugal once. I can't believe I'm a resident here now. Like this is crazy. Am I having these experiences that you're having? It's really, really lovely to meet other people that are in the exact same position that you are of all different age groups, all different backgrounds. You feel like a global citizen. It's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. With expats everywhere, you have also created this meetups where you all meet up like in a beautiful hotel or some location, restaurant, and yeah. everyone gets to come as a group and you meet, you make They start off as strangers and they become your next lunch buddies. And so you and Kaylee have met up with a lot of us. Then, of course, we start things like Ladies Who Lunch and Dudes Who Dine and all these other offshoot groups of the same commonalities, whether it's all, we all do the same kind of work in the same industry, or we're all around the same type of age range, or we have all these things in common. Some of them are runners or, you know, so we love that because then we can kind of, you know, meet up in these big groups, get to know, and then we go off into smaller, more intimate villages of friends. Um, And so that's kind of how, but it it doesn't matter if you're an introvert, if you're an extrovert, it doesn't really matter because you're going to meet like personalities to meet up with and it is very easy if you allow yourself just to show up and go to these go to these meetups it is very easy to actually to make friends
1: yeah that's such a good way to put it like just showing up is mm-hmm. like even for people who are introverted just showing up is i don't know a good 80 90 percent of the battle
2: it is right
1: you Absolutely. just show up make yourself available that extrovert is going to come up and talk to you so you don't even have to go up to them so uh, that's that's such a, a good piece of advice is just showing up um, yes. Tell me a bit about your, your life philosophy.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is my favorite question of all time. I'm going to try to be as short and sweet and profound as I possibly can with it.
1: Let's do it. My
2: life philosophy in the 46 years that I've been alive is in all that I've seen, all that I've experienced, whether it is loss, financial hardship, heartbreak, disappointment, um, ending of relationships you know, divorces, all of this. At the end of the day, whether it's your career, your friendships, your family relationships, your romantic relationships, everything that makes you who you are, all of the, we're a one onion, right? And we have a bunch of layers to our onion, Uh which everyone needs to be activated, whichever layer has to be activated at that time. Lead that layer with integrity, kindness and compassion, and humanity career, anything, integrity, kindness, compassion, and humanity, and it will never, ever, ever steer you wrong. Listen to your gut. It is your own crystal ball. It'll never steer you wrong. If you arrive proper as your best self with the best mindset of that, just integrity, kindness, compassion, and humanity, it will never steer you wrong. There is um, a song actually that is part of my life philosophy. Um and although my husband and I practice and follow a Buddhist philosophy spiritually, um I was raised in um in the Christian faith. And there is a gospel singer who is my favorite singer of all time. Her name is Sandy Patty. Are you familiar? No. No.
1: No. She's Great old, name, old, though. like
2: Sandy Patty. I know two names, right? I love it. Yeah. Um, and she's was huge in the 80s. Huge in the 80s. And she wrote a song called Love in Any Language. And it wasn't okay. a religious song. But it's about being a global citizen. And so basically the words are really simple. Je amo, ashiateru, ani o ota. they all mean I love you. The sounds are all as different as the lands from which they came. And though our words are all unique, our hearts are still the same. Love in any language, straight from the heart, pulls us all together, never apart. And once we learn to speak it, all the world will hear, love in any language fluently spoken here. We teach the young our differences, yet look how we're the same. We love to laugh, to dream our dreams. We know the sting of pain. From Leningrad to Lexington, the farmer loves his land, and daddies all get misty-eyed to give their daughter's hand. Maybe when we realize how much there is to share, we'll find too much in common to pretend it isn't there. Though the rhetoric of government may keep us worlds apart, there's no misinterpreting the language of the heart. And so that is my favorite song of all time, because I think it reaches the world, all ethnicities, all cultures, all races, all genders. It doesn't matter. So integrity, kindness and compassion. Love is in there, of course, and humanity. And that is my philosophy for life.
1: And and three grown men listening into this podcast um, <laughs> live right now are misty eyed. Oh. So I appreciate that. Of course. I appreciate that. Thank you for that question.
2: I love that. I love that question.
1: Well, I have another fun question for you. Since you are a a lady who lunches, (laughs) I want to know if you could have dinner with any author, who would it be?
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh. My favorite author of all time would be Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And that came out during a time when I was struggling in a relationship that I needed to exit from. She was a world traveler and she sought pleasure in Italy she went to india for spirituality and then she ended in bali for peace and oneness and throughout all of that it was such an inspiration but it was more about her emotional journey through all of this and there were so many elements of it that could relate to like anyone going through a health journey or a health crisis but it was it was very profound and she put words to feelings that i didn't know there were words for she has a vocabulary for certain things that i don't have a vocabulary for and to me i was i really gravitated to that so now at 46 i would love to have dinner with her and just kind of pick her brain about what her take on certain situations in life are because she also has dealt with you know she lost the love of her life to cancer and so i think someone who just has a global passport and has seen the world and um, has a vocabulary that I want in my life. I think she is someone that I would love to have dinner with. And I think that dinner would probably span a good three to four hours. I'm sure I'll buy her dessert. We'll, we'll deal with it. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, um, start,
1: start with cocktails start with or cocktails something. And it. And that's it. Yes. That's it. <laughs> okay. So I, I didn't realize that that, that book, it's, it's a true story.
2: It is. It is based on her own life.
1: It's her story. It's her story. Crazy. I thought it was about Julia Roberts. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm
2: just Wouldn't it be wonderful We're, if Julie Roberts could play us all in her own life starting? Although for me, I great. think I resemble more like Daniel Fishel who played Topanga in Boy Meets World. I think that's probably Okay. I'm yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I had a crush on her when I was a kid. Oh, okay, not bad. I'll I take mean, who it. I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Let's end with this question. At Expats Everywhere, we believe that living abroad transforms lives. Wow. How has living abroad transformed your life? Oh
2: my gosh. That is also my favorite question. Thank you, Josh, for that. Wow. How can it not? When you have personal experiences outside of everything that you know, everything you know of yourself as a person, everything you know as yourself with a couple, within a couple, your mind expands, your heart expands, your uh, global awareness, because now we are part of um, a continent and a country where we have new other news. So now we have more world news available to us. We know what's happening with the government in the country that we now live in. Um, And so we're kind of, we're of the United States, those who come from the United States, but we're not in it. And so we're able to kind of have a more broader view of things and it changes who we are as human beings. It makes it our empathy just broadens um, in a way that it never has before in all good ways even the painful lessons like me going through cancer here, I'm still filled with so much gratitude because I honestly feel like I'm in the right place at the right time. And the universe put me at the right place at the right time. And am I utilizing resources that I didn't think I'd have to use yet? Yes, I am. Do I have a little bit of American guilt from that? Yes, I do. Because I've just been programmed in a way to think in a certain way versus here, where they treat you a certain way to where you kind of have to reprogram your thoughts, but it's like that with every element of traveling and living in a completely different country. You do this to change. We're doing this to grow, to evolve, to progress as human beings. We want our hearts to be bigger. We want our minds to expand. We want more out of life. And that is why we're making this move, because we don't want to be pigeonholed into you know, um, certain ways of living. We want to live a very, very full life. And that comes with obstacles. Each day is not perfect. Um, each situation isn't perfect, and, but it is an element of growth that I think is so important for the human experience and the human condition. It polishes the human condition through those human experiences. And how do you do that without a passport? So rule number one, go get a passport
1: <laughs> and, and change have... your
2: life <laughs> and meet That's really it. excellent people. I mean, the most stellar, interesting, interesting, intelligent people from all walks of life. My mind has been blown from just some of the individuals I've met. And so what a gift. It's a priceless gift.
1: That's brilliant. And if people want to get in touch with you, how may they reach you?
2: Yes, I just started a brand new YouTube channel. There's like only 12 videos on there right now. It's called Expedition Confidential. It's on YouTube. Mainly, it's just, um, you know, it's travel, baseball, all over. It's not necessarily Portugal-centric right now, but I do have a leg of it called Cancer in Portugal, where you can follow my whole journey from beginning to end. And I'll be discussing everything on video form that we have discussed here on this um, podcast. And so if you, you can reach me on there, I also have a Facebook page, I'm Expedition Confidential. And I'm also on Instagram, Expedition underscore Confidential. So you can find me and message me on those if you have any other questions. On Facebook, I'm under Melanie Villareal Grant. Um, so you can find me there as well if you have any questions. So those are the ways that you can locate me if you do.
1: Melanie, thank you so much for meeting with expats everywhere. We really appreciate your time today.
2: Thank you. This has been so fun, Josh. Thank you for everything.
1: It was a lot of fun for me. And Kaylee and I really wish that you get better soon. And any way that we can support and help you let us know. And I can't wait to uh, have some lunch with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. great. Talk to you later. (laughs) Bye.
1: So, listener, we know that you are preparing to move to Portugal.
0: We did everything ourselves for the D7 visa. So we have a DIY D7 course. We also have a DIY remote worker course now since they've split those up.
1: And if you're already here, we have a living in Portugal course for you. Now, the difference between the D7 and the D8 or the Digital Nomad Visa course that you could get is if you have active income, you should be getting the Digital Nomad or D8 course. If you have passive income, you should be getting the D7 course. And we have a special promotion for anybody that is a listener of this podcast. If you type in podcast at checkout, you will get $15 off.
0: So these will just guide you through exactly what you need. They stay up to date as things change. And once you purchase it, it's yours for life. So if you're not ready to go now, you can still get it and take a look and you can use it later on.
1: And Kaylee is a mad lady and she is always updating the course so that it doesn't fall out of date.
0: Well, I have to because they're always changing things and so it has to stay up to date. That's facts. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Let's Move to Portugal. Contact info for all the services mentioned are in the show notes. If you like the show, please subscribe. If you love the show, please tell a friend, connect with us on our socials. And if you want to help us out, give us a review on your podcast player. Expats Everywhere presents Let's Move to Portugal is produced by Time or Money Productions.
1: Expats Everywhere researches our guests, and we do our best to provide factual and relevant information at the time of the recording. Despite our best efforts, we can make no guarantees as to the accuracy of what you've heard in this episode. We highly recommend that you do your own research and check your own facts.